Visit our website at oalaig.org where you'll find three separate speaker feeds with over 200 speaker files, forms for ordering CDs for these speakers, and a place to donate to keep this special service active. I would now like to introduce our speaker for tonight, Andrea P. Thank you. I'm glad I wore my high heels. Um, thank you, Walter. Thanks for giving a call to me, and um, this really is a joy. You know, I'm striving here, and it's Saturday night, and, and I got dressed, and I said goodbye to my husband, and I thought, how is it that I'm feeling happy about coming to do this on a Saturday night, leaving my, you know, beautiful husband and home and everything, and that's just what happens. You know, that's, that's truly beyond my wildest dreams because you could never have told me that nine years ago and it will be nine years um, so, and, and I am willing and nine years um, September 21st and um, to qualify that's about 50 pounds ago uh, nine years ago September 19th I couldn't stop eating I, I know that I remember that I remember that weekend like it was yesterday. And I say today that um, if I was an alcohol, if I was a drug addict, that weekend my family would have intervened. They would have put me in uh, some facility for help. But because I couldn't stop eating, and we were camping with other family, friends, and kids that I love, and and then everyone kept saying, well, what happened to this and what happened to that? And, and, then, and the way my family works is that, oh, let's just stop and get more. You know, it's, it was, and I was hiding. I was hiding the stuff in our camping area from the kids I love. Uh, sick, you know, and, 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 it, and I got scared. I couldn't get the stuff from the camper to the house without eating it. That scared me, finally. I was 54 then, and I just turned 63 this week, and I say that because it's not too late for anybody, you know, to get this. I started, I had been, you know, by the time I was 54, I had done every single thing. My life was, you know, East Coast Italian family, uh, eat no matter what, whether you're happy, sad, angry, um, my mother's way with us was starve all week because we want to be thin for the wedding or the party or the event. Starve all week, binge all weekend, starve all week. So as I thought was normal. And so I stayed skinny and crazy. We all did, all of us in the house. And um, that's pretty much how I lived, lived my, um, my life until I was about 34. And... That's when I was, with, I was 30 when I met the man that I'm with, my husband, for all these years. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't keep starving all week, smoking cigarettes, drinking a little wine, starve all week, put my name on the food, God forbid anybody touch it, because it was mine come Friday night until Sunday night. Starve all week, binge. And then I just couldn't do it anymore, and so I stopped the starving and just ate. And I put on, you know, it's a cute little thing. At, at that age, I looked normal. You know, same house, same family, same husband, same 
but a totally different set of glasses is what I what I have right now. Um, and so that's what it was like. And then when I came in, came into OA, it was because somebody in my family who is in AA mentioned OA, and I said, oh, what, I, you know, never heard of it. I was one of those who never heard of it good thing because if I had heard of it and knew that you used the God word never would have come so it was lucky that I had never heard of it because that's the way I was and so okay Tuesday night there was a meeting out went 730 at night oh good thing there's one more thing I hadn't done walked into that meeting September 21st 1999 and that's when it happened why because I think now I know why I was ready. I wanted help. I asked help. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I didn't care what this program said to do because I was good at following directions when it came to, I thought, another diet. But what they did, Leo, you could have said, you know, put pins in a voodoo doll. I would have done that, you know, and I guess it's called surrendering to whatever the suggestions were. But this funny suggestion was um, act as if you don't feel it act as if so brilliant so brilliant so brilliant because they knew something like this would walk in the room and walk out of the room if you said you had to you know no 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 I knew I could act anything that's how I lived my life acting So I was acting as if, you know, and I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to challenge this. I'm going to act as if, I'm going to act as if, you know, there's a power greater than myself. I'm going to act as if there's some, you know, kind of a power working for me. And and then I got a sponsor, did all those things, and then I got abstinent, which instantly, which to me was, my abstinence has not changed. I'm perfectly abstinent because my abstinence is broad. I don't want drama about breaking abstinence. My abstinence is three meals, two snacks. The only thing that's changed over time is that I don't eat after dinner today. Three meals, two snacks. Now, can I live and go anywhere happy, sad, whatever in my life and eat five times a day? I think so. I can do that. My food plan, however, that has changed. And uh, there's the weight loss food plan. There's the, uh, you know, the food plan that, you know, um, when I look at my plate, my plate, is that a weight gain plate? Is that a weight maintaining plate? Is that a weight loss plate? When I was new in this program, someone said, honesty begins with the food on your plate. There's a woman who lost 200 pounds, and it was like, Honesty begins with the food on my plate. Like that was like my secret, the food on my plate, even though you could look at my plate and think I was being good. Um, so, you know, for me, for me, I challenged this program. There's a section in this, in this uh, book, and I have some notes that I took because I want to make sure, make sure that I read those pages that have changed my life. There's a, there's a section in this um, book that's called the promises, you know, the 10th step promise. I used to go to meetings and I would hear it once in a while and I didn't know, didn't know what it was. And, and then, and then because the first time I heard it, I cried. I mean, I weeped. But this is the key for me. The 10th step promise on the bottom of 84. This is why I stayed because I challenged this program to give me this 10th step promise. This is what it says. And we have ceased fighting. 
anything or anyone, even alcohol, even food. Yeah, I didn't believe that. I said, that's impossible. That's impossible. And then it went on to dare to say, if tempted, we recoil from it, so we're hot flame. We react sanely and normally, and we find this has happened automatically. I don't think so. I mean, that was like, I've got to see this happen. And so I was willing to do anything and everything because I wanted this. That's how crazy I felt. And then along the way, while I'm acting as if and doing what my sponsor says, write a description of your higher power, whatever you want it to be, you know, let it be whatever works for you. And then all of a sudden, I could feel something. And it was when I stopped trying to, to describe the something is when I could feel the something. And this book tells me, I love this, on page 55, it says, Sometimes we had to search fearlessly, but he was there. He was as much a as, much as fact as we were. We found the great reality, capital G, capital R, the great reality deep down within us. In the last analysis, it is only there that he may be found. And it was so with us. And so, today, today I live my life knowing that I can tap into my higher power, my higher self, and stay aligned. And when I feel over here or out of alignment, the good news is I know where to go. I don't have to frantically go looking. I can get quiet and I can come deep down within myself and tap into my higher power. And when I am connected, I am empowered. So, I never say I'm powerless. I know a lot of people say that, but it doesn't say that in the book. It only says it once, the beginning, in past tense. We admitted we were powerless, and then it goes and talks about empowered and power and all that good stuff. It doesn't tell me that I'm powerless. I'm not powerless today. Today I'm empowered. I'm plugged in. If I get Unplugged? Yeah, I'm feeling not, 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 empowered. I'm not empowered. But when I'm plugged in, boy, I am empowered, and that's where I today prefer to stay. And the point, the, the, the good news is, when I'm feeling out, I know where to go, and I know how to get back in. In fact, it says, it says, and I love this. It says it's so early on says it in the forward to the first edition like how early on could we say this it says we have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book so you know what I get to say I said I am a, I am a recovered compulsive overeater. How do I dare say that? I mean, like, people don't say that, but you know, the book says that. The book says that. And I am, when I am spiritually fit, I've worked the 12 steps, and, I'm, and, and having had a spiritual awakening as the result of working the steps, you know, 
that's called recovered. You know, I that doesn't mean I don't look at stuff. You know, it's like, but what has been removed? The compulsion. The desire still still comes. You know, but that you don't have to act on a desire. A compulsion you can't control. It's, it's, it's history. You know, you're acting on it. So, so I love these little subtleties that our book has. Um, the, the, the doctor's opinion talks about it. Talks about the emotional. I recognize that. How is it that that I could be using this book, and everybody else can be using this book? And the book says all through the book, it tells me, it's like I didn't know it. You know, coming from this emotional Italian family, like I didn't know that I have an emotional problem. I could be feeling sad. I could be feeling good. And it didn't matter. I just needed relief from it, whatever it was. I just couldn't deal with the the passion of feeling either way. And it goes on all through our book. It talks about the emotional sobriety that we all seek. And and what is like that's the fear and the resentment and the. You know, it says it in, in the fourth step in the AA 12 and 12, um, uh, basic instincts gone, gone awry, gone astray. You know, that's when, because we have emotional, we are just a little bit more sensitive, uh, addicts of whatever kind, they say. You know, today uh, science maybe knows a little more about brain chemistry, serotonin levels, all that good stuff. I make sure that when I have a food plan and dignity of choice, my food plan, just to speak a little bit about that, because that's what we're in you know, Overeaters Anonymous, my food includes plenty of the stuff that, and the nutrients and the nourishments and the supplements that keep me even. You know, I'm not kidding myself. I'm not kidding. You know, today, 1939, this book was written. Today, 2008, science knows a little bit about brain chemistry. And I know that I need to eat protein. I know that I need to have the amino acids. I need. I know that my nourishment includes my supplements. And um, and so to take my food away, you better replace it with something. And um, which is why today I say that when I have my sponsees, I always have four or five sponsees going. And today I take them through fast. Take them through the steps fast. Um, there's that back to basics workshop that, that takes just like they did in what, these guys that wrote these books. This book they took the people through in, in a day, two or three. It was done. Why? Why take that booze away? Better replace it with something. Don't keep me hanging there. Take that take that food away. Better replace it with something. Replace it with twelve steps, eight tools, God and each other. You know, fast. Don't don't hang me out there telling me that um, I'm spiritual and I'm working my spiritual program and then three years later I'm still rehashing what happened 40 years ago by writing a fourth step. No, I want a clean house fast. Get that stuff over with and move on. Move on to today. I live my life in steps 10, 11, and 12. 10, 11, and 12. And so, um, and for me... Today, the good news is step 11 scares me. You know, it's like I have to work it because I'm afraid not to work it. So, therefore, um, I'm seeking, you know, seeking to improve and enlarge my spiritual life. And if, if it wasn't for that brilliant concept 
it wasn't for that brilliant concept, I would never have searched. You know what I found in my searching? Bill W. 1958. He didn't write this book in 1958. He wrote this book in 39. So he was still searching. He was still enlarging his spiritual life in 1958 because that's what we have to do to stay sober. He says something that just... I, I printed it out because I love this. This is Bill W., our author, almost 20 years after he wrote this. I think that many Ulsters who have put our AA booze cure to severe but successful tests still find that they often lack emotional sobriety. Perhaps they will be, there will, they will be the spearhead for the next major development in AA the development of much more real maturity and balance, which is to say humility in our relations with ourselves and with our fellows and with God. And um, he's recognized, and he had his relapses, and so many of us have our struggles. Myself, you know, I fluctuate, I know. I mean, the red flag goes up. The scale's three pounds, four pounds. That's what the good news is. I have a, a, a scale to, to help me to, to see, one of my tools to see what's going on. And the red flag goes up when I'm choosing the wrong foods. And um, I recognize that today, this book, all through this book, it talks about change. You see, I asked for change. I came to this program. And what happened? I came here because I wanted to change. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to feel sane. I wanted to what you had. I wanted to dare. I wanted to be kind. Kind, you know. I never wanted to be kind. I just wanted to be thin, you know. And and so, all of a sudden, I saw kind people. I saw people that um, were nice to other people. And so I found in this book that that over and over it says just ask. You know, ask what? Ask your higher power. Ask. What is our serenity prayer, that brilliant serenity prayer? Um, you know, the courage to change the things I can. You know, that's just me. Change me. Ask for the change. And so, what I have learned in this program is, you know, all those character assets, all those character liabilities, you know, all those emotional resentments, resentment, criticism, judgment, you know, uh, uh, fear, all those things. I want the opposite. So what do I get? I get to ask for it. Well, what do I... I get to, to line up with my higher power and my higher self. Help me here. Help me be more. What does the friend St. Francis prayer say, you know? It says it. It says it, and it says it after the prayer. There's one paragraph a couple of pages later that just tells us what we want. Help me be in harmony. Help me be in light and hope. Help me be a channel of truth, love, kindness. And so I learned that if I can ask for help with the food to be lifted, and it worked, why can't I ask? For these things, it tells us to ask for change. So, nine years later, how it is for me today is I live my life 
in what I want. Asking for what I want. Not what I don't want. Not reinforcing what I don't want. For me, it works this way. I ask for what I want. Maybe in harmony, love, kind, patient. We talk about it in here. We have a code, tolerance. I ask for that. I don't put those other words in what I ask for. I don't say what I don't want. I don't say to take anything away. I just ask for what I want. And, and, um, and guess what? You know, my husband does too today. He's not in this program. He's like this guy, you know. It's like, what the heck I'm doing? Okay, see you later. He just knows that I'm nicer to be around. And um, yet, he's more positive. You know, it says it. Where is that beautiful statement? I mean, this one hit me when... Um, where is that one about work? Well, with the wives, even though I love that. Ah, you know, it took a while for me to, you know, get off of the the words chosen in 1939, and I'm so over it. Um, especially when you know, I say Mother Nature, so why can't I accept someone saying him when I say her when it comes to something else? So I get over that and just... And, and, and this is one of my favorites. I think that's how this program works. It, patience, tolerance, understanding, and love are the watch words. Okay, words. Change my words. Show him these things in yourself, and they will be reflected back to you from him. Live and let live is the rule. So what does that mean to me? It's like, whatever I put out, is what I get back. Guess what? When I'm these patient, tolerant, understanding, and loving, and kind is my big word, my big checklist word, my being kind. I have the most loving, kind, patient, and tolerant husband who is what he was when I met him and is today. After 33 years, we are more loving with each other today than we were when we met when I was 30. How is that? It's only because of this program. And it's possible. And I want to tell you that and everybody that. So here's more proof to me. This is more proof that this program is saying, just change. And the shift takes place. Guess what? I want to be kind today. That's a big deal because I didn't want, didn't even know about that. I mean, that wasn't even in my radar. You know, my default position used to be wake up, eyes open, and start, you know, cursing. Everybody, everything, life and everything. That was how I woke up. Today, my eyes open. They don't even open. I break consciousness. And I say these loving, you know, affirmations. My favorite one is I greet this day with love in my heart. I don't know where I heard that. You know what? But whatever it is, it works for me. Because it's opposite. It's contrary thinking to the way I used to be. And, um, and so what I know today is that I have a choice. I have a choice to stay in the dark, to stay in the negative, to stay in the poor me, or I can ask and I can take the action. And the action for me is 
lighting up and asking, using my words, changing my words. Okay, perfect example. Today, you know, I was thinking about, you know, well, what will I say? This is 30 minutes or whatever, you know, and there's recording this, so it's like you know, maybe I should give it some thought, you know. So I put some notes together on these pages, and then my computer did something weird, and I thought, oh, no, I lost it. And then I got up, did something else, came back and clicked around, and it was still there. But, 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 but what happened was, when I thought I lost it, I went over to the printer and I thought, well, maybe I was supposed to lose it, and maybe that's okay. And then I chuckled, actually, to myself when I found it, because I knew that in my past, nine years ago, if I had lost it, I would have lost it. I would have been on my on the phone screaming, yelling at my husband to get home. What did he do? Blame, blame, and help, help, and uh, you know, and the words would have been flying. But instead, I was like, I I shifted, you know, I flipped it. I call it, I flipped it, and I find that I'm automatically starting to flip it, you know, like um. Uh, Somebody might say, you know, oh, it's cloudy today, and it looks like it's going to rain, and it's been weird, but all of a sudden my thoughts are, I'm just so grateful for a plain day, that, you know, instead of, oh, yeah, you know, or, or, you know, my thinking has shifted, and I know that that's because I've been asking for that. I've been asking for change. Um, I automatically want to be polite. I automatically now want to be kind, and when I'm not, I notice it fast, and I change it quickly, because I know what happens. You know that story in here, we woke up in the morning a little bit irritated. Can't, I, can't, I can't be a little bit irritated. If I'm a little bit irritated any time of the day, I'm, I stop, because I know what that does. It costs me dinner. It costs me big. It costs me I'm not nice. And so we have, I'm just going to wind up and then open this up for, um, for some questions and answers. But, but um, I guess the biggest thing for me is, is, that, is that right now it says that, you know, I must work with others. And, and, and that's an amazing concept because you never could have told me that I would ever want to work with others. That um, this was all about me. And then all of a sudden... You know, coming here tonight is, is, is working with others. Um, I think that I think that I probably can stop right now. The only thing I can say is that you know the, the, the one promise that it says, and I just never got this. I just never got this. You know that we will have a life beyond our wildest dreams. Like, what does that mean? Stop. What does that mean? I'll tell you what that means. Two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, I had three teenagers. My brother's three teenagers, by themselves, flew from New Jersey to be with me for two weeks. My husband and I, well, my brother and his wife were off on a trip. I said, sure, I'll take them. I'd love to take them. A 17-year-old boy, a 15-and-a-half-year-old boy, and a 14-year-old girl. And they said, I have them in my purse. Thank you notes to Auntie and her uncle. They had the best trip they ever had. They were loving. 
kind. We this this is this is beyond my wildest dreams because ten years ago I couldn't get the kids in the family to come to my house because they couldn't. I, all I did was criticize them at the table. Who's not sitting up? Who's not eating right? Who's not this? Who's not that? Who's saying this? Who's this? This whole this is beyond my wildest dreams. Three teenagers. You know when they left, I cried. I can cry now. My husband's eyes were in tears. You know, this is this is what this program does. So I'm going to say thank you. Thank you again, Walter, and I'll open it up for any questions. Yes. When you're not feeling plugged in, how do you get plugged in again with your higher power? So when I'm not feeling plugged in, how do I get plugged in with my higher power? I'll tell you something. I know what I pull over. I pull over. I am. I have to do things promptly. You know, the tenth step says we promptly. That's a good word for me because if I don't get plugged in, I will do something else promptly. Could be eating. Could be misbehaving. Could be, you know, nasty promptly. You know, so I will pull over, and what will I do? I will get quiet in my car, close the windows, find a side road instantly. I often have something to write with at all times in my purse, in my car, like a little spiral notebook. I have to write. Because if I'm out of joint, I know it. And I don't want to be there. I don't want to live my life there. So the sooner, these days, sooner than later, I recognize I'm unplugged. How? Because I'm not being nice. I'm not thinking nice, and I'm not feeling nice. And I said something not nice, and I didn't like when I said I wasn't being kind. That's my watchword. Is that kind? I didn't feel kind to that clerk or that, you know, dog, my dog, or the, the gardener. I mean, I was just for that split second, split second, I wasn't kind. And I can, I, I can just go, you know, quiet and come right back in. Because I don't let I, I I don't let a lot of time go by out there these days. I don't want to be out there. I choose here now. I choose to know that I, this is where I prefer being. Lined. Does that help? Answer. Any other questions? Yes. I noticed that you didn't you didn't talk to us about how it used to be, and I was wondering in the beginning. Was, did you dwell on that at all, or did you handle that also very quickly and get past and over it and on to your life? What's it? Um, um, any, anything that led to your overeating? No, I experimented. I experimented. Did I get, it, get to my higher power quickly? No. That's why I go quickly now, because I know what happened to me when I would go. I thought I could be like, you know, I used to be get away with. My whole thing was do as little as I can, get away with as much as I can. You know, but it, and like, ah, uh, three to five days, I was, you know, like, what does it say? You know, I rest on my laurels, you know, lighten up on my spiritual program. You know, I experimented with all that stuff. And all of a sudden, you know, ice cream was a good idea for dinner. Why not? It was in the refrigerator. It was in the freezer. Why not? Um, you know, and uh, no, I experimented, and then another la- layer of surrender. You know, it's like I prefer being here today. I'm tired. I'm tired of the drama of going out there and coming back here. 
it's so much easier to just stick around close to my center place. You know, and I only did that through lots of experimenting. I was like, a, I'll, I'll tell you what I used to describe it as a bucking bronco. I felt like I was on a bucking bronco, holding on and holding on and bucked off and get back on and bucked off and finally broke it, you know, and just, you know, and there and there I am. You know, Bill W. says it. I, oh, I, oh, I didn't read this last sentence. I loved this last sentence. Nowadays, my brain no longer races compulsively in either elation, grandiosity, or depression. I have been, been given a quiet place in bright sunshine. That's it. That's all I want. And then I can just do things. I can be useful. I can, you know, enjoy my, my good fortune in life. Anybody else have a question? Oh, that's easy. How is my higher power relationship different today than before, before I had none? So, there it was. Uh, that's it. I was not. I divorced all that concept years ago. So it was easy for me to make one up. Well, I liked that concept. Dare to make it up. Dare to make up a higher power any way I want. And I did challenge that higher power. My first, I'll never forget, my first challenging statements in writing to my higher power, my sponsor said, whatever you want, I said, okay, be there before I know I need you. And guess what? Okay, I am. Worked. Yes. So, um, thank you. What do you do then after you say your prayer, after you break consciousness in the morning? Yeah, I don't get out of bed until I've done my morning little thing. Because uh, my default, um, I'm not sure I trust yet to get out of bed. I tried it once at 6 I got out of bed. <laughs> um, kind of like jumped out of bed and ran and by 6.15, 6.30 I was nasty already. So, you know, it wasn't fair to my husband. He's so sweet. So I just, you know, I know that I break consciousness <laughs> with my affirmations. I have three affirmations. I say put my prayer. And, um, and I ask, you know, that my day be, you know, and whatever, the positive things that I say. And then... I get out of bed. My husband doesn't even know I'm awake, or maybe he's up already, and this may be about a quarter to six or something like that-ish. And then I have the courage to get out of bed. Yes. It's the same for me. It's deep down within me says it in the big book, you know, I stopped trying to analyze it and figure it out and it's just, when it's, when it's, you know, my higher self deep down within me and I feel, and there's a Reddit someplace, they call it, someone called it vibrational chills. Ooh, you know, when I feel aligned, I have a physical sensation called vibrational chills. 
It's deep down within me. That is really clear. And what, whatever it says, if there is a higher power in God or whatever you want to call it anywhere and everywhere, and it says it in the big book, we look for it and it's always there. Page 55, if anyone wants to go home and find it. Great reality, it is deep down within us all along. Of course. Of course. For me, whack can be anywhere and I'm not looking out there. I just have to come in here. What a, what a relief. Um, you know, I sponsor, I don't know, what is. how do I sponsor is the question. Um, it's changed. It's changed since um, I tried that uh, Back to Basics, which was fast through the, initially through the 12 steps and then in more detail later. But um, my sponsees call me. I don't have times. They call me. They call me daily, and I get back to them if they ask me to, but I'm not a person that takes a specific time. I never saw it written anywhere where it said you had to do that, and um, that doesn't work for me. I ask sponsees to be really clear about their abstinence, and then if they're on a weight loss food plan, what's that? You know, and I don't talk about food. They email me their food. We talk about feelings. We talk about how we can change our thoughts. We talk about the steps and how all of all of this is something that we have that we can do. What's my part in it? What is the action I can take? You know, I can change my words in my head. I can change my words. They change my thoughts. They change my life. That's what it says. We don't. We don't. Um, we ask. We ask for things. In, in we ask for um, these character traits to be changed in us. And when I and we talk about those things, and I help my sponsees to see that they have a part in flipping it, in flipping this. Then the negative thinking. Then of course you'd go to a loaf of bread or a bag of this or whatever with that. You know, if you were thinking this way and beating yourself up. What's the other side of it? We always look at the other side. We never get into beating anybody up. And hopefully that's the way they will sponsor. Because we're not looking for success here. We're not looking for, why would I stick around if it was for any other, uh, any other reason? Well, we have a few more. Any more questions? Okay, and... Um, I guess, unless there's um, any more questions, there was another. There was another, another reading that that was all about the eleventh step. And what I'll just finish by saying is that another another um, example of how we change our thoughts all through this book, we are reminded, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. On awakening, what does it say to do? Let us think about the 24 hours ahead. Thinking about it. We ask God to direct our thinking. What does that mean? Change my thoughts. Change my thoughts. It says, especially asking that it be divorced from things, what I like to do is ask for it to be one of the things to be included in my day as opposed to what to be excluded. 
I want to know what I want to do, not what I don't want to do. And then all of a sudden, that's all I'm thinking about is what I don't want to do. I want to be full of what I want to do. I love this. God gave us brains to use. It talks about our thought life. It's important for me to remember. I have a part here. I have brains to use. And I have a thought life. That means that life will be, our thought life will be, our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is clear of wrong motives. So, it's up to me to act as if to also change my words which change my thoughts which change my life if I'm walking around thinking I mean I love this example my cute husband will say someone will say hey how are you and he would say not bad and today I said to him what do you mean not bad how about really good isn't that what you're saying so why don't you say really good instead of going around being not bad because he is really good and his life is really good so that's like a simple example of how I see I hear sponsees saying things like those words to themselves and to others to me flip the words and then it all changes for me I have a, a one last thing how quick is my sister passed away about three years ago and um, I said, someone said to me how was your year last year and, I, and that year I said oh, it was great it was great and then I said to my sponsor oh my god I said I, my, I, someone asked me how my year was and I said it was great but my sister passed away how can I say it was great and she said that was because you did it the right way you went through it rightly. And that is my truth. That is my truth. And if it wasn't for this program, I couldn't have done it that way. So, you know, life, this program te- prepares us. It's a guide, guidance to how to live life, whether it's all good stuff or the sad stuff. I did it rightly, which was not the way I did it when my parents passed away. I know the difference. I saw the difference. And so um, thank you again, and I uh, turn the meeting back over.